Go ahead and turn with me to Matthew chapter 18. Now I know some of you may be tired. You may not feel much like putting forth any effort right now. But I ask that you just dig deep, find that little bit of extra strength. You can take your nap in a little bit. We'll get through it. So before we get started, I don't know about y'all, I just it feels like there's just kind of a heaviness in here right now. And that's not that's not the way we're gonna go into this today. I'm not gonna put up with it. I'm not gonna I'm not blaming you. But Satan would have you to be beat down. Satan would have you to be defeated. That's not what we are. That's not what we're called to. We're called to something higher than that. So let's just all join together in prayer right now. Come against that liar and tell him where he can go and invite the presence of God into this place. Father, we just come to you right now in Jesus' name. Lord, that name above all names, the King of kings and Lord of lords, it's you that we put our faith and our trust in. And right now in Jesus' name, we bind the hand of Satan. Lord, he would have us to feel defeated and worn down and just give up. But right now in Jesus' name, I I just proclaim that you have charge of this place today, and He does not. And we just ask that you come and take charge, that you would anoint me to speak and say the things I ought to say. Give me boldness and help me speak without fear or timidity, Lord. And ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 is where we're going to start. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 19. Again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I title the message this morning is, What about when there's just one? You know, this Scripture tells us where two or three are gathered together that we can believe that God is in the midst of them. And you know, there's been a time when I've been preaching that I was glad that there was two or three at least. You know, when we started out, there wasn't but just two or three. But... It's good to know to have this kind of promise that even when there's just a handful of people, that God is there. But you know, there's a lot of times when we're by ourselves. There's a lot of times when when we're alone and we have struggles. We can't always uh, wait for the opportunity when there's somebody else there with us. So what do you do in those times? Is God still with you? Well, yes, He is. You see, if you do some reading, you'll find out that the reason why Jesus was telling people this is because the Jews held to a tradition where you had to have ten or more to be considered a congregation. But you see, Jesus was telling them, look, it doesn't matter how many you got. I'm there with you. So you see, when we come together as a group, it's good. You know, the Word tells us that 
we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Why? Because it, it lifts us up. It builds us up. We strengthen each other. But that's not always how uh, our life works out. We're not always at a point where we can just get with other Christians and, and have them pray with us. Sometimes it may be so personal, we don't want to ask anybody else to pray. I'm going to remind you all of a couple of scriptures today. You've probably heard most of them before, or at least parts of them. You know, we, a lot of times you hear just parts of scriptures and you don't hear the whole thing. But over in uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Y'all ever felt alone? Listen, I'm here to I'm here to build somebody up today. There's somebody that may I don't know. You may feel depressed or you may feel lonely. Whatever it is, I'm here to be. I'm here to encourage you. Okay. You ever felt alone? And you may say, "Well, I'm married. I ain't ever alone." There's times that you feel lonely, ain't there? It don't matter how many friends or family members you have. There's times you just feel lonely. You feel like nobody else understands what you're going through. Well, see, that Scripture says, Jesus said, and actually it's a reference back to the Old Testament in Joshua, where God told Joshua, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. The Word also says that you'll never see the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. We don't have to worry about, is God with us, you see? We don't have to be concerned about, are we alone? Because even though it may just be one of us, if you're a Christian, you've got Jesus on the inside. So there's always two. You see, there's always two. And the Word says that He's there. So you may be feeling alone. You may, you may feel like nobody else understands. But I'm going to tell you what else the Word says. And you're going to hear me say this a lot today. Because this is where your faith is built, is in this Word. It's not by what Kevin Alfred tells you. It's by what the Word says. But see, the Word also says that we don't have a high priest that can't be touched with our infirmities. Because he was in all points tempted, just as we are. But he overcame them. So you see, He understands what you're going through. He was there. He's been there before. You ever heard the saying, been there, done that? He did it all. He, he encountered everything. Every type of temptation that this world has to offer, He met it and, and overcame it. So He knows what it feels like to be lonely. You know, there was a time that many of His disciples walked away from Him. There was a time when he was praying in the garden that he couldn't even get his closest disciples to stay awake and pray with him. He knew what it meant to be lonely. So you get to thinking, well, nobody else understands. Well, you may be right about somebody here on this earth, but I know somebody that understands. 
And when you turn to Him and you put your faith in Him, you can be encouraged because you know He hears your prayers. And sometimes it feels like He don't hear them, don't it? I'm just going to talk to you all today. Sometimes it feels like your prayers aren't heard. Sometimes it feels like heard many people say before, like they didn't get past the end of your lips. But you know, even when it feels like that, what you have to do is is stand on what the Word tells you. Let me tell you something about feelings. Feelings are deceptive. Feelings will lead you astray. So you need to forget about feelings Forget about how you feel inside and stand on what the the Word tells you. But see, the Word is eternal. The Word is not uh, changed based on how you feel about it for that day. You know, you hear people use that a lot of times on as far as uh, whether you're right or wrong. You know, God doesn't change whether you like it or not. But it it also it rings true for your emotional state. Because you can firmly believe that when God said He will never leave you or forsake you, you see, God doesn't change. He doesn't change His mind an hour later. You know, I might, I might tell Brother John, I'm going to come help him fix something at his house. And then an hour later say, oh, you know what, I'm kind of tired. I don't think I'm going to go over there tonight. He'll understand See, God's not like that. God's not as wishy-washy as people are. He's a solid rock, you see. And when you're in that kind of situation where you feel like everything in the world is against you, and nobody understands, and it seems like everybody has left you. Y'all ever had people just turn their back on you? You think, man, this is the time I need you most. And people just walk out on you. See, God don't do that. It, you, you, your feelings may be telling you that you're all alone. But you see, don't put your faith in feelings. Put your faith in what the Word tells you. And see, the Word tells you He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He may be a little bit of a, at a distance watching waiting for you to call on Him. I told you before, God won't ever force His hand with you. God won't ever put more of Himself in your life than you want. But when you call on Him, He'll be there. You start to pray and you say, I don't even feel like these prayers are getting past the ceiling. Well, maybe it's because He's in the room with you. They don't need to. You ever think about that? You ever think about the God that we serve is is an almighty, all-present, everywhere kind of God? You see, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. Forget about feelings. I can give you a good feeling by giving you a sucker right now. (laughs) Or giving you a $5 bill. You say, oh, he's a nice guy. I feel kind of good about him. But you know, that don't change the fact that I might have talked bad to you yesterday. See, feelings are deceptive. you got to find something that's true, no matter what 
circumstances tell you. You see, you watch the news and you think, well, this is true. This just happened. Well, watch it for a while. They'll change it again. Watch the weather about East Texas. It changes from day to day. You can't count on that kind of stuff. But when you put your faith in God, and not only God. Now listen, it's not only God that you put your faith in. It's the Word of God. See, the book of John tells you something about the Word. You read in the first chapter of John, what does it say? It says, the Word was God. The Word is God. The Word was in the beginning with God. See, they're synonymous. You think, well, this is a book. How, how can this book be God? It's not the written paper. It's, it's the words. It's the content. It's the meaning behind it. It's those eternal things. Even if that book gets burned in a fire, the Word still remains. That's what you put your faith in. And you begin to look in there and you find you something you can stand on, something you can believe in. The next time you're alone, or you think you're alone, you stand on that Word. You begin to preach that Word to yourself. And you see what doesn't happen. I will promise you right now. You begin to speak that Word, and you're going to feel the presence of God come in. Why? Because He is the Word. And when you speak the Word in the face of the devil especially, he has to flee. Darkness must flee because He is light. He's the Father of all light. I don't know who this is for today. But I hope you get something out of this. Satan's going to use your feelings to lie to you. He's a liar. The Word tells us that He is... Let me read you in John chapter 8 and 44. It says, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie... He speaketh of His own, for He is a liar, and the Father of it. So what are you listening to? When, when, listen, when you start to feel like, oh, I, I just, I'm alone, nobody cares about me. I don't have anybody I can turn to, nobody I can talk to. The devil's lying to you. See, that's how He wants you to feel. He wants you to feel alone. Why? Because when He gets you off over by yourself, He can just beat you up. But when you already know that God is with me all the time, He'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. Why do I keep saying that? Because it's the Word. Because I can stand on that. The next time I feel alone, I'm going to remember He said He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. See, that's truth. But the devil's telling you, oh, you're all by yourself. You don't have anybody to help you. Nobody cares about you. 
Why would they do that to you? You know, and then before you know it, that that fear and that loneliness turns into anger and hatred. Because he's a liar. He's going to take every opportunity to turn those things around into something negative. But when you begin to stand on the truth and you forget the lie and put the lie out of you, because listen, you can only think on one thing at a time. And when you begin to think on the Word of God and you remember what the Word says and you just go over it in your mind before you know it, you don't hear that lying devil anymore. You don't hear that lying voice that's coming up in your mind telling you, I'm alone. What you hear is truth then. You know, I've got somebody with me. The Word says that if God be for us, who can be against us? It didn't say who is. It said who can be. Nobody. God's on your side. There's nothing else that can, that can, uh, that can come up on you. Loneliness is a terrible thing. I know, I've been there. There was a time when I was first one in the army. Man, I was surrounded by heathens. And I don't, I don't say that jokingly. Everywhere you turned, there was nothing but sin and debauchery. So I know what loneliness feels like. And I would love to stand here and tell you today that in the face of all that loneliness, I stood true. Man, I, I just leaned on that everlasting arm. No, I didn't. I got lonely. I got down in the dumps. I got to feeling sorry for myself because I'm here all by myself, thousands of miles away from everybody I know and love. See, I didn't have to be like that. I didn't have to... Let it all slide. I could have chosen to to stand on what I knew to be true. I could have chosen not to allow myself to get into those kind of things. The things that I knew in my heart that I shouldn't be doing. And you say, well, what does that have to do with loneliness? Well, the devil begins to lie to you, don't he? And before you know it, you're entertaining things that you don't have no part of. You shouldn't anyway. Because of the lie you've believed. You see, when you, when you fall subjection, in subjection to one lie, there's other lies coming. And before you know it, you're believing a bigger and bigger lie. Because that's the way the devil works. He don't ever just lets it go with a little bit. He's going to escalate it. He's going to build from on that one. He's laying a foundation in somebody's life today. And it's not a foundation based on truth. It's based on lies. You know, I look across this crowd right now. And listen, y'all don't get nervous because God don't tell me, oh, that one right there. He don't do that. He may do it to somebody, not me. But I look at y'all and I, I, I realize that this message is for maybe only one person. I don't know. But y'all listen. God wants you to know that 
even though Satan is lying to you, and even though everybody in your life may have forsaken you, he still wants a relationship with you. And even though you may have turned your back on him, oh, we didn't think about that yet, did we? Even though you may turn your back on him, he's still just waiting there, waiting for you to come back to him. You know, I heard this song the other day, and it was about the prodigal son parable. And the guy said, when he was talking about when the prodigal son came back, he said, I think it says, mercy came running. You see, that's, that's how God is. You don't you don't say God you know will you forgive me and he's like well I don't know and just kind of you know be no you you say God will you forgive me and he just comes running to you and he says I've been waiting on it I've been waiting on you to ask me to just just invite me back in because that's where I want to be is with you Amen. you see Jesus told us that he was going away to prepare a place for us so that where he is. There we can be also. He doesn't do that because He doesn't care much about us. He does that because He wants us to be there with Him. He wants us to be in fellowship with Him. And when we get these feelings of loneliness and despair, and we begin to believe that lie, that we don't have anybody to turn to, we just, we just blow all that away. Because we're not leaning on God anymore. And our, we're turning to our own understanding. And what does that talk about? It talks about those feelings you have. Those feelings will trick you. There are times that God will seem to withdraw from us. You may not sense His presence in your life like you have in the past. But don't Don't worry. See, the Word doesn't ever tell you anywhere that I'm going to leave you and I'll come back some other time. No, He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm always there with you. It's those times that it feels like He has withdrawn. See, it's a feeling. That's the times you need to go to Him. Because it's not him that has withdrawn. It's probably you that has kind of slipped away. I don't mean that you're all sinners. You know, well, I know you're sinners, but I'm not trying to tell you that you're doing all this wrong and you need to turn back to God. I'm telling you, there's sometimes that we we kind of get these feelings in the way, and we start to kind of slip away and quit leaning on God, and we quit turning to God and and acknowledging His his wisdom and His knowledge and His power. See, when we do that, we're opening the door for Satan to come in and lie to us right there. The Word is the bread of life. When you put the Word in your heart you're putting Jesus in your heart you say what does that mean I don't understand that I'm not going to make fun of you today if you don't understand that's fine 
Well, I just told you all ago that Jesus is the Word. And I know that on some levels that's hard to understand. But what I want you to do, and I've already told you that you should do this, but I want you to really think about this and put it into application. The next time you're struggling with anything, before you get to that point, I want you to find you some Scripture that you like for whatever reason. Whatever it may be. Maybe it's the one I've been quoting to you over and over again today. That He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. You see, that's not word for word what the Bible said, but I understand what it means. So the next time you get to that point where whatever it is, maybe you're struggling with some temptation to do something you know better. Or maybe you're feeling lonely like we've been talking about. I want you to remember that Scripture. And I want you to just begin to repeat it over and over in your head. If that's the only one you know, just keep saying that one. If you know others, begin to say those others too. And I want you to see what happens. I ain't saying you're going to get goosebumps. You might. But that's not a definite indicator that that was God. But I'm going to guarantee you this. Before it's done, and you keep going until you feel this, but you're going to feel encouraged. You're going to feel strengthened. Why? Because the Word is the bread of life. And when you begin to partake of that bread, you begin to eat that meal of the Word, you're going to be strengthened. Just like when you... Go sit down. You, you haven't had nothing to eat all day and you eat a big meal. You say, man, I feel a lot better. I can get back out there and, and go back to work again. It's the same way. You see, God, God created everything. So when He creates this other stuff, it all matches up to what His, well, the way His Word is and the way He is with us. So... It's not hard to find similarities between our relationship with God and things of this world. But you feed on that Word. And you may say, well, I don't have any problems right now. Well, now's the time you need to be feeding. You need to have something stored up so that when that time comes, you got something to stand on. And you may say, well, I don't have time to read my Bible at work. Well, read it before you go to work. Read it the night before and remember what you read. You see, I don't remember everything I read. But there's some of them I know, and you can't take them away. I'm going to remember them. Because I chose to commit them to memory because they meant something to me. So the next time that I feel alone, I can say, I remember that Scripture. Y'all get what I'm saying? You understand? You see, this ain't this ain't just a game. This ain't just a show that we put on here at church every Sunday. I'm trying to teach you something today. Now, some of you probably y'all y'all got this down. You know you've been through it. But there's some of you that don't. Some of you ain't ever understood that you can go to this Bible and not 
I'm not telling you that you're going to find the answer to every little problem in life in here. But you know what you can find? You can find something to strengthen you. You can find something to encourage you. And you begin to speak the Word of God into your life and see what happens. I, try, I want you to just try it. You, I dare you to try it. You don't think God won't move and work in your life? You try Him by His Word. I challenge you right now, if you have issues in your life, you begin to read the Word of God and see what happens. I ain't going to tell you you're going to see instant change that evening. But see, God doesn't work like that. God's not a a light bulb. You can just go flip the switch when you get ready and watch it come on. 